1: Hello everyone and welcome back to Darren Connell's podcast. This is Straight White Whale and we are on episode 43. If you are a regular listener, please do us a favour, chuck us a wee review, a wee five star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you're in a WhatsApp group with your pals and all that type of stuff, spread the word. It's going really well. Uh, Paul and myself are enjoying it very much and it means a lot. As always, anytime I start a podcast, I like to give a wee shout out to a charity or a mental health charity that helps Paul and myself. Um, Brothers in Arms are a fantastic suicide awareness charity that is aimed towards young men. Um, I know many friends that have went and got help from them. I've got help from them myself and they're a great bunch of lads. Paul produces one of their podcasts so you can check out their podcast i was in their podcast last week as a guest so stick that into apple podcasts and you can check me out as a guest on on their show and i also like to give back on side a shout out back on side are very similar to brothers in arms go onto their website check out their services they offer ferry pay but they've also got a link there to a list of other charities like Alcoholics Anonymous, Gambling Anonymous, uh, what's the other one, Samaritans. Samaritans, Samaritans and all that stuff. So if you're struggling, the help is there, it's free, and getting a about the goodness. If you've got a family member, a friend, or anybody that you feel that needs some help, then help them out. I'm doing therapy myself, I've said that many times on the podcast, and to be honest with you, it is amazing, it's not easy, I'm sure you know that Paul, because Paul's a therapist as well, it's hard, it's uncomfortable, but it's beneficial, and I've got this wee, I don't know if you've got this Paul, but I've got a wee goblin in my Mm -hmm. head that tells me that I'm no good enough. Too fat, you're too ugly. Jump off that bridge and see after 10 weeks of therapy. Guess what? What it's still there. (laughs) (laughs) What's what's it saying to you now, though? Eat the food, jump off the fucking bridge. I told you. (laughs) No, it's like I'm joking, it's like a wee dimmer switch has just been turned. And anytime I'm stressed or I have a bad day, and that wee goblin voice enters my mind. Through therapy, I'm aware that it's abnormal. Mm-hmm. It's no normal to think like that. So it's just passing. It's a wee passing thought. I don't act on it. Mm-hmm. When when I don't think I'm good enough or I'm not confident enough, I actually feel quite good. So getting about the therapy, it is amazing. It's made me really happy. And aye, it's the best thing I've done. Turn the so,
2: goblin down in your... That's a good tagline for like therapy. Turn that goblin in your head down.
1: Yes, and do you know what? I'm fully aware that... Uh, imagine if a GP said that to you. <laughs> Just, there's a goblin, mate. Just get it dimmer <laughs> switch. Just turn it down. No, I'm fully aware, like, <laughs> I was on a pink cloud of feeling absolutely amazing, right? And then I had a wee work situation last week and it instantly put us in a dark place and my head was scrambled. So I'm like, do you know, therapy isn't a magic pill and things like AA isn't a magic pill, but it makes life a lot easier. And see when there's shit that happens in your life, it does soften the blow. Mm-hmm. So I, I highly recommend it. What happened? What was It what working. I don't want to go into too much I detail, right? It. But it's a radio show. I won't name it. And they have been asking me about my availability for five years and i've never been booked from them and i took it very personal the fact that they've no booked me and i keep asking like why do you keep asking my my availability and you're never giving me a gig so i just kind of sent an email back did they ask again no i just sent an email back saying Look, I'm fully aware that I'm not going to get booked for this show. Stop wasting my time. Stop wasting your time. I've been a model professional for 14 years. Um, Fuck off. And then I had four days of sitting in the flat like... (laughs) Did they reply? (laughs) They got back today and I've had a civil conversation with them and I realized that I probably... I think the both of were in the ring. I shouldn't have responded like that, and they shouldn't have asked my availability non-stop, mm-hmm. I think it's a bit of both, but Madden. it shows you how hyper-sensitive I am, like I can walk, I love Paul, I love my podcast, I love my ma, I get an email that's, there's a spelling mistake in it, and I'm like, fucking die, die.
2: Have you got a book you? No, oh, <laughs> <well>. <laughs> so there's no happy ending here. Well, no. they, you had a civil conversation. I take it as the producers of the the, the radio show keep yeah. on asking. I mean, see, to be honest, mate, I think that would piss anybody off. Yeah, and I don't think your response of like, "Gonna still asking my availability? Like, gonna just get me on? If you want, if you want me on, I'll come on. I want to come on." Yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with
1: that. It was kind of like that, to be honest. Yeah, a lot of rage involved. Right. I had to go out for a walk, it was half twelve at night, and I went out for a walk at night, speed walking through the streets, like fucking death wish. (laughs) (laughs) So as always, before we get into this, I always like to ask you Paul, how are you? Last week your back was fucked, you had a a little doobie to numb the pain, Mm -hmm. I must say you're looking good this week. I'm feeling
2: way fucking better mate way yeah. better It's no interrupting my sleep still no fully healed um no being able to go back to the gym but i was thinking this morning like i could have probably have pushed myself to go but i know myself well enough to know that that's not the time to go it'll be in a few days because i'm a fucking arsehole and what i would normally do is push myself back early hurt myself again yeah and then give myself the proper time so i thought this morning feel like i could go and i was like right maybe that's that's the sign that i can go in a few days so i'm not fully back up to like normal routine or anything but it's no keep me awake i'm no longer in constant fucking sort of toothache pain in my back and you know my breathing isn't impeded in any way so i'm feeling good
1: good you still getting your claiming
2: fucking right i just realized
1: right. i never bought you a bottle of water i know I never got a bottle of water either.
2: I've got water, but you did say that your head would explode if you didn't, if you ever came to do a podcast and you didn't bring the water. So I'm waiting.
1: Episode forty three, and it's the first every week. I like to buy myself a bottle of water, and I buy a bottle of water because it's only a quid. And now I've broke that. I feel like I'm going to die in my sleep tonight.
2: Well, if you do, we know that it was your own fault.
1: So next week I need to buy you two. <laughs>
2: That's two weeks in a row. You forgot your book
1: last week. This week you forgot the water. I know. It's happening. Maybe my brain's dying. <laughs> Maybe. 35-year-old with dementia.
2: Maybe you're a human being, you know? Yeah. That forgets things like everybody else.
1: I'm sorry. It's
2: all right, mate. Don't worry.
1: I forgive you. It's because I was uh, trying not to drink white monster and then you replace it with water. There we go.
2: What you were going to say, try not to fucking kill this producer or this be?
1: i nearly said something of this uh <laughs> radio show nah i don't want to kill him and um, they might be listening after reading that email they're like ah, let's go and check his podcast out see if he's actually good and then it's just like i had to walk through the streets of glasgow and get my steps in because i wanted to kill a homeless person <laughs> no want, i don't get booked for the fucking <laughs> video.
2: What's your availability so that we know not
1: to to (laughs) pick See, the thing is as well, they gave us like an option of six months. Just pick between June and February and I was like, I'm free. When? June and February? (laughs) The entire time? Between the hours of midnight and midnight?
2: June (laughs) to February? Mate, do you know what? Like, stuff like that annoys me as well. It's a bugbear, chips away at you a wee bit and if you don't sort of like deal with it, it can build up and build up and build up. Like, I get... The worst one I get is, gonna just send me your availability for the next six weeks? And I'm like, no. Like, fuck off. Do you know how long it would take me to type up my availability for the next fucking six weeks? What do you want? Well, well I don't know. Come back to me when you fucking know then. Yeah. And also, I've got a link on my website that takes people to my fucking calendar and I send it to everybody and they'll still come back gonna tell me their the availability for the next... Even the next week, mate, it's like every yeah. slot, and over the seven days, you want to know every fucking slot. So I'm with you, mate. I, I get it. It pisses you off, man. It, it's literally like that type of stuff. Like, I think you've got a different sort of scenario here where you're taking it. Why are they asking me for my availability? No, me. you're taking it personally as like an insult, which I can understand I as did. well. I did take it but personal. Even just in constant shitty inquiries like that cause you to be like what the fuck? Yeah, why? you know what I mean? Can you, Darren can you send me your availability for the next six months just reply no
1: yeah I'm gonna do that <laughs> you must have done that when you were in, you ever get that when you were in a band I do that when I run gigs you could post King Tut's Thursday £7 a ticket and then you start getting cunts like that mate where's King Tut's? you're like what? You know, got a mobile phone, mate? You can Google where King Tuts Aye. is. How'd you get a ticket? Just the same same option as you always get a ticket. How would you get a ticket for Oasis? Just date for King Tuts. Uh-huh. Where's the stand in Glasgow? Oh
2: I mean, I mean come on to fuck. Like surely any normal functioning human being knows that the venue will have a link. There will be a link on your social media. Yeah. Where's the post that they fucking seen? Surely there's a link there? Yeah. I mean, not everybody. That I've seen people being like, "I'm doing a gig on Saturday at such venue, and there's no link." And you're like, are "You alright? Like, yeah. What's wrong with you?" But no, I used to get that. The one that used to fucking absolutely demand not in was. Cunts would say that they were coming to the gig. You'll get this with your uh, new, we all your gigs. I was gonna say we are at the stand, but people would be like, "Oh, I'm coming and I'm bringing nine mates," and then like half an hour before, they're like, "Oh no, I can't make it." And you're like, that was just Hi. a wee fairy tale.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <Make> <laughs> you were believe, bringing your ten mates. <laughs> you're in a wee make-believe land. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I know, mate. My Oren Moore's nearly sold out in Glasgow, oh, right? amazing. And I've had 40 people say that they've got tickets. And I've found it recently that none of them have got tickets. And it's nearly sold out? Right? Aye. And I'm like, well, I'm not adding an extra date. Because I'm not giving myself that pressure. Uh, yeah. So you either get a ticket or you don't get a ticket. But you're not getting in if you don't get a ticket. It's really that simple. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Like, see if somebody says I can't get a ticket. You need to say something like you've got no fingers. And then you need to show me. Turn up at the gig on the night. Pull out your nub. And I want to see your nub with no fingers on it. And then see when you've got knee fingers in your nub, you get in, right? And even at that, you're sitting at the back. Because I don't want my mates and my family to see some fucking cunt with a nub <laughs> sitting down in the front row of my comedy <laughs> gig. Fuck's sake. Sorry, mate, I've had a rough day. It's
2: all right, mate, don't worry about it.
1: I went out for, I took my ma for lunch today. Typical ma, man. Nothing's easy when you take your ma for lunch, is it? Tell me what happened. Maybe I'm just in a bad place, but it's like, I took her to a nice wee cafe and she didn't like, I can't remember what it's called. It's down in Merchant City. Whereabouts? Uh, Up for Blackfriars. The day hangs on the menu, like poached eggs and stuff. Right, is
2: it the wee, it's all white? Aye. And outside and then you go in and it's like all green? Yep. Aye, I've been on there. It's fucking class, man.
1: Aye, so there's a jug of water on the table that's uh-huh. there. And my ma's like, ah, why is that jug of water there? And I'm like, because they've always got jugs of water there. How long's it been lying there for? <laughs> I'm like, well, there's obviously been a customer here before us. And they'll put a fresh bottle out. Uh-huh. I don't want that. Like, how no? Because it's warm, I want cold water. I'm like, well, order cold water then. And because she had that in her head, get, she was scunnered. She was like, I don't want to eat in here i was like all right
2: it's a uh, called ceriso's
1: ceriso's yeah, I it's,
2: it's good man it's very good i was there a couple of weeks ago and the guy was doing like all the photography for all the food and then mm. he was just coming out of the table and like here do you want that so die <laughs> we'd Not already bad. ordered but no mate i i know nothing's like i don't know like things could be about as perfect as they get my mom would find something man she'd find something we went to that somewhere way I'm, I'm bang there will you Uncle Man, he came up from Portsmouth and my one of these English guys that he, I think he wishes he was Scottish. Do you know what I mean? He, yeah. Oh, the Scotch. Like that sort of like, I love Scotland. Like You know, like, okay, calm down, right, whatever. But um, he's a nice guy, but he's very English. Like It was a <laughs> funny story about him, uncle Mac. His name's Peter McSwain. And they get called Mac, right, is his nickname. So that was his nickname in the Navy. So that's, everybody needs to call him. Even my Auntie Margaret calls him Mac. Mm-hmm. So I'd be like, my missus call me Shieldsy, which I think would be fucking absolutely as <laughs> like a 40 year old man is outrageous, but he still goes by Mark. right? He's a lovely guy. He means no harm to anybody. But he just like he's got this English sort of like just speaks his mind at all times. So like Manty died during COVID. Not of COVID, but during COVID. She was a big woman. Maybe about 30 stone, whatever. Just, wow. just an old woman that loved to eat. And when she became sort of a like housebound, she just ate like a motherfucker and just didn't get up. In it Right. Just went for it. Fucking live your life.
1: I don't know why I'm giggling she, now, mate. I'm so,
2: sorry. Her, it's the I, way you're describing it. She well. went into her seventies, man. She fucking enjoyed it. She had cakes every day. Like, I remember sitting and saying to my mom, like, how come, I won't say her name, just in case my cousin listens and he's like, I shouldn't be saying my mom's name. She's, she's long deed anyway, but anyway, um, was she doing that for my mom's like she's old and she doesn't give a fuck like let her eat her cakes do you know what i mean she's getting fat she's happy I'm like do you know what too right yeah so um it was her funeral and it was me my cousin a couple other people but my my mac was one of the pallbearers. and when we picked up the coffin he was like oh fucking hell he was like oh Tom, <laughs> that's my cousin <laughs> <laughs> Your mum was a big lady, wasn't you? You know like every kid's just looking at them like shut the fuck up. But that's just nay filter. Yeah. So anyway, they were coming up for Portsmouth maybe about a year ago, and my uncle Max was like, take me somewhere where we can get amazing haggis. So I took him to that Strafagan on Ah aye, aye. Uh, Beside the Stand. Exactly. I fucking uh, Gibson Street. Yes. And we go the there and my mum was just pure uh they nae fish and chips and i was like there's there's like breaded sea bass and roast potatoes it's a posh fishing ch- i don't want that right what do you want if they get a curry there's a chicken tikka masala nah, i don't want that just everything and she ended up getting a burger yeah and that's just no like my mom she was like oh, i'll just i'll just have a burger just like fucking hell then we went for a wee walk down it's like we'll go for a nice wee walk down University Avenue. It's a nice sunny night. Last summer, and Mum was just pure. Oh, my feet are sore, and it's just
1: like stop moaning. I know. It's with the moaning. I get that. It, we went to the. We went to a Greek place across the road. It's like Levita, but it's just. Did a, she know eat? That she didn't want. So no, we doing, left. We ordered a drink and had to go because she wasn't getting anything. <laughs> and then we yeah. went to this restaurant across the road. Uh-huh. And because I'm calorie counting, right? So I couldn't get anything. I just got a pizza and I'm like, fucking hell, man. I didn't know what I eat. A pizza that's quite high calories, it's mm-hmm. like a thousand calories. So I got a pizza that was shite and then minestrone soup. And then <laughs> my mask, like, that, are you all right? I'm like, yes, pure veins fucking <laughs> popping at my neck. But anyway, your are your Mo, eh? you Mo. Your your da, da. What you gotta do? <laughs> uh, but now because I'm fucking mentally ill, I'm like, right, I need to walk it the long way home because I get a pizza and I need to fucking add this to my steps and all that, but speak a bit less tonight,
2: mate.
1: I know. Actually, I don't want to bore everybody with the chat of food, but I went to this amazing place last night. Forgive me if I if I'm not pronouncing it right. Little who? Huhan? What's that? It is on it's a Vietan, Vietamese, Vietamese, Vietnamese. 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 Thank you very much. Street food. And it's called right. Little Wuhan, And it's on apologies to anybody listening to right, this by I the way. And they can hear me. Allison Street. Yes. Right. And it was amazing, mate. I tried sorry to my vegan pals. I tried um bone broth. For the first time in my life, oh, mate.
2: Man.
1: I am late to the party with bone broth, oh, by yeah, the way. How I good felt, is that shit? Oh. I felt superhuman after I drank it. Holy <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Aye, so that was nice. I'd
2: say that place is probably called Little Hoyan. Yes. Hoyan. An. Something yes. like that. Maybe. Um there's another fucking amazing treatment. We always talk about food, mate. We're fucking greedy hogs. <sighs> yep. Um Fucking uh, non Viet on Great Western Road. So there's one at Charing Cross, there's one at Great Western Road that's
1: Vietnamese and it's top notch, man. Top notch, grand. I know we always talk about food, but you know, because I'm calorie counting and I'm using my fitness pal and I eat about 2,000 to, 2000 to 2,200 calories a day. Right. But see, because on Monday and the Queen has passed away, mm-hmm. sadly passed away, she's gone. I'm thinking. About because there's no other way that I can show her love, so I'm thinking about adjusting my fitness pal calories to 1690. (laughs) 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 Just for Monday, though. Just for Monday, I Uh, thought you
2: were going to say you were going to have a day off calorie counting. (laughs) No, no, for the Queen. For the Queen, right? Do you you think it was dead weird because we were in here recording and we were sort of speculating, and then by the time I got on the road, she passed. She was dead.
1: Yeah, she passed. I, 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 stay, I stand by what we originally said. It's a shame that a human being has passed away. Mm-hmm. I didn't actually dislike her as a person. I think she was likable. Same with some of the other kind of royals. I like Harry. Prince William seems cool. What I like, I, Andrew. Was that? <laughs> <laughs>
2: i really relate to prince (laughs) no kidding on me that was a joke
1: you you've got the beautiful thing of hiding behind a camera when you say that uh what i'm disgusted with though is the response to it not the fact that the queen's dead that's a shame Mm -hmm. but the way that people are reacting to it is mental i think it's like if you don't have our opinion then you're you're a scumbag absolutely aye. And if you're not singing God save the king or the queen and all that, you're like, mate, shut up. Everybody's different.
2: Aye, for sure. We've all got different opinions.
1: Same with tra- I mean, I don't really maybe I'm gonna bastardize this, right? But do you know Trevor Sinclair? Uh huh. Right? So he's getting fucking public publicly lynched because he tweeted that about racism and stuff. And you're like, well, that is
2: true though. Like what did he tweet?
1: something along the lines of why should I feel sad for the monarchy when like, Britain's a racist country right. and he's a black guy. Obviously, his family are black as well. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I've experienced racism my whole life and now you're telling me to feel sad. Like, Kind of agree with Trevor.
2: Aye. I mean, for somebody like them, the idea of British exceptionalism and I don't have a camera so I'm doing like air quotes when I say that. It's kind of like hollow as fuck. Do you know what I mean? Because they have been racially abused by fucking knuckle-draggers on the street. Do you know what I mean? And now it's like, oh, but think of the culture. Putting the cult back into fucking culture. I think that's what they're fucking doing. Mate, this place has been like North Korea. The performative grief that has been on display has been actually like, mate, see when I die, I don't want my family to fake their grief. There has been a lot of fake grief kicking about. The ones that are getting me, I mean, we could talk about so many, I'm, I'm going to ask you, like, well, I'll ask you first, what's the worst piece of, like, this that you're, see, like, what you're talking about, like, them, sort of, what's the worst that you've seen? Fake grief? D- no, just, like, this, the reaction, what's the worst reaction, like, what's the worst piece of it?
1: Things like McDonald's tweeting they're shutting down for a day <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> that's just pathetic mm-hmm. truly pathetic and it's not the first time companies have done stuff like that they've attached ourselves to movements like black lives matters matters and the lgbt uh, huh. and it's like oh, we support gay people and trans people and all that, uh, come in and get a cooked chicken for fucking 60 pence. <laughs> 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 like, what's that good today with uh, being a homosexual? I mean, it's perfectly normal and accepted to be gay now, but where were you back in the fucking 60s and 70s when gay people get treated like fucking dogs? Same with p- people like Trevor Sinclair. Like, you get treated like fucking animals, but now because it's cool, they're all doing it, Aye. or they're doing it because they know that their business is going to be
2: benefit. From Aye, it. that's it, mate. It comes down to that, doesn't it? Like if Costa decide to put a, now, I, I, one hundred percent support pride. Yeah, but see when it's sponsored by Sainsbury's, <laughs> and you know, Tesco. It doesn't annoy me, and it, like I want, I just want to make this like really clear, so I don't want people to misunderstand us, because I think it would be a fucker if they did. I don't mind the Rainbow Cups. Disney trigger me. I'm no like, oh fuck's sake, like none of that at all, by the way. Like, but what I'm saying is is that the only reason it costs to do that is because they think it'll make them more money. Yes. Cause Starbucks are they doing it? They don't do it because they're like, oh let's do that. This is made up this is ad- advertising executives sitting in a fucking boardroom that are like, how do we make the bottom line bigger? And they attach their businesses onto these causes but they don't do anything in the background. What what percentage of your workforce are trans? Mm-hmm. What percentage of your workforce are people of color? Are you actually doing something tangible to try and fucking rebalance that? Or, or are you just going, Let's put a rainbow in a cup, right? And what will happen is all <laughs> the gay people come into your coffee shop on pride. Aye. That's exactly what the fuck what, what's going on? Like yeah. Cineworld, this is the worst bit for me. A company that is going into administration that their workforce are fucking probably going to get made redundant and get left penniless or shutting their doors on Monday except between 10 and 2 so that they can show the fucking funeral live. If you want to pay to go in and watch the funeral in the cinema, you can. See if you want to go and see whatever. Can it? Top Gun, whatever. Can I do that? Why?
1: That's mental. It's
2: so fucking weird. So fucking weird. I think the worst one for me was cancelling the football yeah like the rugby didn't get cancelled we so were mental. talking about how the rugby's a pillar of the community and it could affect people's mental health if they cancelled the rugby the cricket never get cancelled yeah guess what one of these three sports is predominantly watched by working class people football and that get fucking cancelled absolutely pathetic man <sighs>
1: But you know what I find quite confusing about that? For a business sense, it must be a bad decision because you think Parkhead and Ibrox, right? 60,000 to 55,000. You've got 55,000 people going to that stadium. Hot dog stands, corner shops. Like, that's a lot of money that they're Mm. missing out on. I don't understand why they would make that decision.
2: The way that it played out by the looks of it, um, the English FA decided to cancel and so the Scottish FA forward like a wee fucking puppy dog with they backbone and yeah. they shouldn't have done it man like why fucking 12, 10 days a morning and it's like fucking Tesco still like you know what I mean like I just don't get it mate on that like what you're talking about the corporate grieving the BBC it's been like like I said it's been like North Korea man like yeah. I don't I've not met one fucking person that's actually upset about this. Not one. Yeah. So why is all these businesses and why the BBC? It's just it feels very performative. It's like this is what we should be doing. This is you know no actually like really going. But what could we date to honour on memory? It's more like, what do we do here? And it's like, oh, you shut everything and blah. And it's like, mate, get it on. Yeah. Just I don't give
1: a fuck about any of it anyway. Um. I see the guy. See the guy we were slagging last week when I was, we were, you were talking about Prince William having a kid, and I said he was standing at the gates asking if he could hold the baby. Uh-huh. He's still alive and kicking. Well, was he there? I was watching the news and he was standing at the gate, and I was like, same t-shirt and hat on, as like four years previous. Was it? I'm just really sad. I'm not too sure what to do. Keep been there for my whole life. I'm like. Are we in a fucking acid trip? Aye, mate. See, when I was a kid, did somebody just spike my fucking chocolate milk with acid <laughs> and I'm on a perma? It's because you drank that chocolate <laughs> Yazoo last week. <laughs> There's something in that fucking Yazoo. Did I tell you on the podcast that i done it? That done I tried what? it? No, i seen your TikTok. Yes, um, I tried Yazoo for the first time last week. It was actually amazing. It was really nice. But seeing my crippled... Warped brain. Mm-hmm. I go through things like, what would happen if I just had two thousand calories worth of Yazoo for a hundred days in a row? It's never normal thinking for me. And I'm like, you think you'd die? Do you think you could just have two thousand calories of Yazoo every day for six months?
2: For six months? I thought you would, you would just say a hundred days. A hundred days. Um, I suppose that's about three and a half months. Um. I wouldn't advise it. I mean, I don't think you would feel good, but I don't think you would die.
1: What would you say if a, a client said that to you? Paul, my entire fridge is full of Yazoo, and I've drank nothing but Yazoo for the last six months because I heard Darren Cono on the podcast set, and now I, I can't break it. I can't break that cycle. What would you be like? I think, first of all, I'd be like, you're listening to the podcast, man? Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> you posted a photo the other night on instagram you were drinking banana yazoo i, put it on I was, was gonna fucking block you Tagged i tagged tag, you I, tag <laughs> I was gonna put it on
2: twitter oh no i put it on twitter um well i thought you tried the chocolate and you said in your stand-up set at the stand like what the fuck mad weirdos drinking the banana and i thought it, okay, I'm going to try the banana. It's absolutely fucking revolting. Is it? Right? I mate. Mean, it reminded me of banana- remember banana flavored fucking cough syrup when you were a wee guy.
1: <laughs> it was like that it's kind of
2: chalky. Um but um Sean bought the t- the strawberry one. Ah. She's like fucking what like, a pure stereotypical woman, you know what I mean? Like I like I like strawberry milk, ah, fuck sake. Fuck yeah. off. Um that's misogyny. Um and I had a wee sip of that, and the strawberry stuff's fucking banging. But I'd had that when I was a wee guy. remember it was banging. And I've had the chocolate stuff before, and it's class.
1: Chocolate and strawberries, all right. I can't. I don't fuck with banana. It's a good British drink, mate, for the Queen. For the Queen. Mm-hmm. Um. You what... need to drink it, though, and do that. For the Queen. <laughs>
2: the loving cup. like The Queen. Um, did you see the guy getting arrested for calling Andrew Annonce in Edinburgh? I heard something about it but right. i
1: didn't even know the full thing what so happened. the guy
2: shouted he was in the crowd and andrew was walking behind the house and he shouted you're a dirty old man and a member of the public grabbed him by the backpack and so the the member a member of the public and a police officer like tag-teamed each other and like grabbed them and like dragged them out and then the police kind of picked him up and as he was walking away two other fucking reprobates you know would i be surprised if they were the member of a ludge, absolutely not, but they, like, push them, and you're like, that's assault. Like, what are you fucking doing, you mad fucking monkey? Fucking just putting your hands on cunts for what? For shouting at a fucking... He a sex offender? Shouting that he's a fucking... He's a pervert? Yeah. Whatever happened to their fucking... Their protected freedom of speech?
1: You know what I mean? Yeah, that's one thing I've realised. There's no freedom of speech in this country. No, mate. You think there is... You could tweet something something horrific, right? And your life will be over. There's no freedom of speech.
2: I don't think so either. No, I mean, I don't agree with a lot of what people say, but I think everybody's got a right to fucking say it. Uh-huh. Like, I don't believe that words, you know, I don't think that anybody should really be um, jailed or arrested or whatever for saying words unless they incite violence. Um, and I think that that should be a retrospective thing uh-huh. I don't think that anybody's got the right to say you could have incited violence by saying they words because that's very dependent on the setting, the setting. Um, and I think the guy would have been inciting violence on himself so that's a weird sort of paradox but look that guy is a fucking pervert and I think that and what is he doing there yeah he should. somebody like him he should be made to reflect in solitude, it should be made... I, I genuinely think that he should grieve the passing his mother. Like, sorry that your mum's died, but he shouldn't be out in fucking public. Twelve million quid that they paid somebody to shut the fuck up about sexual assault charges. Yeah. Best friends with fucking Jeffrey Epstein, taking them to fucking i Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, man. I'm, I'm really fucking angry at that. Have you I, seen the photo? What one in
1: Balmoral.
2: Where. Giselle Maxwell and uh, Jeffrey Epstein.
1: So there's a picture of the Queen sitting in a cabin Mm -hmm. at the window, Mm -hmm. and then they've got a split screen and they're sitting in the same cabin. He took them there.
2: Giselle Maxwell stayed in Buckingham Palace. People are like, that was photoshopped. And you're like, right, maybe it is, right? I'm not an expert on pictures, but he 100% took Epstein to Balmoral. So look, we are. Genuinely, taxpayers' money is being used to harbour a fucking sex trafficking paedophile. Probably the world's biggest sex trafficker. And he was fucking on a jolly. Probably on the fucking taxpayers' coin, mate. I just kind of get behind this. And the fact that Charles has made him, has reinstated his role in, in the royal family and made him second in command so that if anything happens to Charles, he well, when Charles is absent, he's technically the monarch. I think that's a fucking disgrace, man. Genuinely, day. Can I get my head around it? Don't know what they fucking think they're playing at. Um, but I think they're playing Russian roulette with their fucking monarchy because I think there's a lot of people in this last sort of week are going, what the fuck is going on in this country? Yeah. Um, and I mean, Britain, no, just Scotland, when I say that. Yeah. I don't know if I get too angry there, on don't
1: know. No, no. It's, this is what it's all about, mate. It's a weekly conversation between chums about what's happening in the world. I <laughs> agree with you, mate. Um, I
2: don't know if there's many people that wouldn't. Like, yeah, yesterday I had a conversation with a guy that went, "It's not the time and the place." And in fact, he,
1: it's not the time of the place
2: because that's what it sounded like to me. That's the brain cells that were activated <laughs> when the guy said that, and I went, "What is the time and the place to call it a fucking pervert, mate?" Yeah. And he was just like, "Well, got to be respectful towards his mother." And I was like, "I'm sorry, absolutely fucking not." Like yeah. that guy no, get that in the bin I think it's disrespectful to the memory of his mother not to call him out, fuck him like seriously, that guy's a criminal Yeah, and I think I just I think it's just mind blown. The, the, the way that people are just being apologists towards him like just because what, he's more sat in a fucking
1: throne of lies for 70 years it's so backwards into it it's like the gay the victim 12 million pound there's a time and a place he lost his maw let a son grieve the loss of his mother and then you could get a homeless person that does a cash in hand job for 50 quid and they don't uh declare it and they'll be like junkie bastards put them in a jail Fucking junkies come.
2: The double standards are fucking incredible. These are the, a lot of these people are the same fucking clowns that were going out on people and saying, Who do you know that's died of COVID? And they're like, My granny or my mother, like, Nah, but, but what other health conditions? And do you know what I mean? How disrespectful is that? You're fucking questioning how somebody died. Yeah. Not fucking stating facts to a fucking pervert on the street. Yeah. Like, that was common with COVID. 100%, mate. And then, this, these are the, this is the gammon that are all out there being like, we should be able to talk about trans people. I should be able to not use their pronouns. I don't see why we need to do this equality. And then some fucking old woman dies and they're like, you need to shut up for 12 days. 12 days of silent solitude for fucking 7 million people in Scotland. Like, oh, mate, I think I'm actually venting because a lot of us have just kind of been like, I'm ignoring this. I, I don't want to get involved in this. And Yeah. Something's just went off in my fucking heat because I I just can't get my head around it, man. I just genuinely can't. I've even had family members that have never uttered a fucking word about the monarchy ever. And they're pure, oh, it was a shame. And one of my family members fucking drove to Dundee to see her coffin. And I'm like, mate, why? <laughs> That's
1: mad. It's mental, isn't it? It's fucking mental, man. Craziness, man. And if you don't like it, you can go back home. Like, where? I was born in Glasgow, mate.
2: Just as well they didn't fucking bring the coffin through Glasgow City Centre, mate, I think it would have been a fucking riot. Aye. It would have been, definitely would have been more, um, more than just some wee guy, you know what I mean? Getting
1: dragged away by his backpack. There would have been like old retired veterans with dementia. Modern fucking chair legs. Get back.
2: <laughs> <laughs> PTSD. <laughs> um. What? What? There was another thing that about this. The whole fucking bollocks that I was wanting to talk about. But you know what, mate? Fucking hot. Forty minutes in. We've talked about the fucking bastards as much. Like,
1: yeah. I bet she. She's never tried the yazoo. <laughs> Is that? The queen. <laughs> I, I'm willing to bet that she's never even heard. <laughs> the name Yazoo, Chocolate Yazoo. If you said Yazoo to the Queen, she'd think you were like mentally unwell. Get him away from me. i talking about one of the outposts in the Commonwealth. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean?
2: <laughs> Fucking weirdos.
1: So a lot of things have been happening. See next week, mate. Tuesday, Wednesday. The podcast is one year old. Oh really? Wow. Is that no mental? That is, mate. How quick? How quick that's went on.
2: And also feels like we've done it forever, though. Yeah. Like time's a fucking funny thing, because it, you're right, it feels like yesterday, but also it's like, no, actually it fucking feels like forever ago, do you know what I
1: mean? Aye, and it will be 44 episodes, will be one year. I can't believe that, it's the longest thing I've ever committed to. Mental, very surreal. We need to do something for it. Aye, we need to do something next week, something special, I don't know get a cake off a cake and eat it
2: Aye. have a cake
1: and don't eat it because we're counting calories <laughs> Aye. um also it i mean this might freak you out as well last night was the one year anniversary of norm mcdonald's death was it yeah was it that long ago how come we only spoke about that a few weeks ago we spoke about it in the first podcast and we spoke about him a couple of weeks ago, just because he popped up in conversation. Oh, the
2: special, yeah. The special commit mm-hmm. on Netflix. I think maybe that's why. But we spoke about it in episode one, did we? Yeah. Or well you did, because I didn't
1: have my mic on. Aye. In episode one. Uh, you got your mic on episode three. I think. Aye, maybe something like. That. One year since the bold Norm McDonalds left is a. Uh... How come people like Norm McDonalds die, but people like Prince Andrew don't?
2: I think that you know, good people die young and you know all that. But uh, ultimately, lifestyle. Norm McDonald didn't live a life uh, with a silver spoon up his ass. Yeah. Basically, anytime that Andrew or Charlie or any of them have a cough or whatever, they've got a fucking GP. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They've got all the fucking whatever, and then aye, they I come to the palace. They probably get one there. Yeah. Just cutting a bit. So I think lifestyle, mate, yeah. I think that's why people are like, oh, they're eating fetuses and drinking fucking children's blood and adrenochrome and all the conspiracy theories. Genuinely, they get taken care of by the best, and we don't. And yeah. I think that's what it fucking comes down to, mate.
1: And if you get took care of like that, you're living to your 100, at least.
2: Mate, I, so many people say this, and it's a cliche, but how many of their family have you heard of dying of cancer? Not fucking one of them. They all live into their fucking
1: 90s. Do you know what I mean? So
2: it's lifestyle, mate.
1: Yeah. And it's they, privilege. Then they all pass away peacefully. Fucking no like us. Aye.
2: See, to be honest, mate, I don't know if I would want my dead body getting paraded about like some sort of fucking doll. It's quite morbid. It's something morbid about it, isn't yeah. it? Like something weird.
1: Very morbid. It's like
2: the Russians, like, when they fucking had, uh, they did that, didn't they? Like, they had Lenin. You ever seen that? Mummified his body and put a fucking spotlight on it and had it in the middle of fucking St Peter's Square or something like that. Some weird thing. Stalin's body was on display for like 10 years. Yeah. Um, But I think what's funny about this is like our media share and poke fun and then our population also poke fun at like North Koreans and like, oh, look at them, brainwashed oh, look at the Americans, they're stupid. And then we we'll have get guys standing on doorsteps crying about how it reminded them of the death of their mother when this woman who, when they're shatting them or pissing them for their own fire, has passed away and, a, and a left, lived a life of luxury in palaces and, and yeah. a life that we couldn't even imagine. And these people are like, I just, you know, just really, it's really, really broke my heart. That guy said, that same guy said, I'm counting the days until I see her again. That guy's wishing for
0: death. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times.
1: Because when he gets to heaven and he sees the queen, the queen will be like, who are you, mate? Like, I've been waiting for this moment forever.
2: No, he'll be going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> where he will be fucking seeing them all. I'm joking, mate. I'm kidding on. Like, I I'm, I would bring it back to what you said. We've had a lot of ranting and raving, especially me, mate. I think I've just had an aneurysm doing that there. But <laughs> um, it comes back to this. I've got any hatred towards that woman whatsoever. But what she represents, fucking despise. Yeah. despise it i watched a video the day that was um now the english and unionists are going fucking mental about these celtic banners last night Uh and they're like we can't understand it there's a very big percentage of these guys are irish you can't understand how somebody that was brought up during the troubles hates the queen you need your fucking brain check they will know the one with the problem you're the one with the fucking problem yeah Fuck me, man. Like, we celebrated when fucking Osama Bin Laden got assassinated. Mm -hmm. Like, that's a similar sort of thing to people who have suffered at the hands of the British Army. Yeah. I would say. And I I don't agree with it, but
1: I can understand it, for fuck's sake. It's the same way James McLean, that football player. He's had family members- That poor guy. He's had family members assassinated by the British Army. And then they're like, why are you not wearing a fucking poppy? How come you're not wearing your fucking poppy, you fucking cunt?
2: Yeah. I saw that foaming at the fucking mouth with a pint of carlin and yeah. a fucking bag of Walker's crisps and t- a bulldog, you know what I mean? I tell
1: you what, though, I've got family in the British Army and they understand. Right. They understand why he's not wearing a poppy. Right, It's these fucking Jimmy Five belly cunts that drink 14 pints of Newcastle Brown Ale. What have you done for your country? What have you done for your country, you fucking mug? I know. I just can't... I mean, I just see that whole Britishness,
2: fucking fish and chips, Union Jacks, pint of beer, lads, lads. I just don't understand. I, 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 I kind of, they understand they're fucking morons. Like, they're brought up in a fucking system that makes them an idiot. But I just... I kind of get my head around how when they see the other side that they don't go... Oh, i get why they people are like that i get why there's people out there that don't like the monarchy yeah i don't you know what i mean me and you're sitting here being like "What? okay do you know what fuck it fuck them man <laughs> <laughs> fuck them i was gonna say put them on an island but we're on a fucking island maybe i need to get the fuck out of here anyway, if you put them would... on
1: an island it would be epstein's fucking <laughs> island probably <laughs> did you see what happened in glasgow last night Spooky times, baby. Um, was this
2: the fucking uh meteor? Yes.
1: Mhm. It was pretty cool.
2: But did you think it first?
1: I mean, obviously, I want it to be a UFO, one hundred percent. I'm like alien craft. It's an angel that came down to get the queen mother and take her back to heaven <laughs> in a taxi. Do you know there's some stupid cunt that's probably f- said that? Nah, I mean Um. I, I want it to be an alien but from what i seen on twitter it looks like a meteor.
2: i i want to know where it landed i know mate cunts were saying that they were seeing it in dublin and inverness i mean there was like mental footage in glasgow but um i fucking people were like i just seen it in dublin i was like what the fuck man yeah creepy man craziness it's
1: cool though isn't it aye. Notice how that story about the Scottish UFOs disappeared as well? Mm-hmm. That's just went off record. Mentor.
2: Aye, but that that footage, some of the stuff, when it was gone, like, behind the clouds, it was, like, flashing green and stuff, man. I was, like, pure, we're coming. The Queen's died and all like that, now's the time. Let's go, let's Aye. fucking invade the fuckers.
1: Yeah, after the selic like game better.
2: Aye, of course. <laughs> Did you see... <laughs> no, that's... But, I mean it's shithousery and all of that. But I didn't agree with it. Did you see there was a few guys during the minute silence at Ibrooks last night were setting a fireworks outside Were they right outside that you know see the video yet on no. Twitter? I don't really agree with that man. Like let them have their fucking minute silence. Let them sing their, their fucking their song. Yes. Let them do what they've to do, you know. I
1: agree with that, but if they if that's their beliefs and they want to sing that, then let them sing yeah, that. Mate. That's their option. To they should have the a right to do that. But that works both ways. They should also understand that I don't want to sing it.
2: Mm-hmm. See the James McLean thing that you were talking about. That guy stood in a dignified silence. He didn't protest. He just didn't take part in the hug. He put his hands behind his back and clasped his hands and put his head down and kind of had a silent protest. And they weren't happy with that. He wore the black armband. He didn't need to do that. He could have refused to do that. And he did it. Maybe a respect for the person. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe his managers weren't going to just fucking do it so we don't need to deal with this pish. he's went, I all right." right. Yeah. But they weren't happy with that, mate. They wanted him to participate.
1: Yeah. Forced, forced them to do it. Do you weird, know, he man. followed me on Twitter once. Did he? And then he unfollowed me, like, a minute later. It must have been by accident.
2: Maybe he was doing, what, a lot of people do on Twitter and having a wank while fucking scrolling through Twitter. Excuse me? And he's went, followed <laughs> you <"Ugh,"> and <laughs> <apologize, laughs> unfollowed like, you a few times, <laughs> having a wank to your Twitter feed
1: mate. I hope he wasn't having a wank here on me. How no?
2: I don't know. I don't know I'd be... take severe
1: pride if James McLean was like, I just had a wank here on you. Do you know how when you go and see a comedian and they've got quotes on their poster a natural wear real bright future kevin bridges frankie boyo says i'm quite dark james McLean had a wank over me that's that would be in my poster mm-hmm. me too <laughs> i on my gravestone imagine if he signed for celtic that would be fucking carnage oh, wouldn't aye, it aye. unbelievable that'd be like a witch hunt it's just, no it's just a shame he's no better at football aye because he's shite <laughs> uh, i mean ah yes he, he is quite shite I also want to give a wee shout out to the Funny Bunch. Uh Darren Connell and The Funny Bunch is back in Glasgow next Sunday at the Stan Comedy Club in Glasgow. It is eight pound a ticket. We've got a brand new lineup and it'll probably sell out again. The first two nights have been a sellout and it will probably sell out again. So, so if you- two nights in a row? Yes. Yes. Um, so if you are wanting to come and support live comedy, uh, then come and check us out. I've got a guy, I can't, I don't know how to pronounce his second name, Mike Colopioza. He's from New York. Right. He messaged me saying I'm a stand-up comedian in, based in London. I come from New York. I'm an actor. He's been an extra in Men in Black and stuff. Right. And he's like, I'm in Scotland for a weekend, for a holiday. Have you got a spot? And I said aye. Amazing. So we've got a New Yorker. We've Who's got the headliner? Who is the headliner? Uh, it's the Newcastle comedian. I have a Gavin Webster. Ah, ah, he's funny, mate. Then we've got Paul McDaniel. And we've got Liam Dolan. Liam Dolan is in the Pavilion Panto this year, and he's like an actor, he's, you know, the live Frankie and Josie mm-hmm. shows, he's Frankie. Oh, really? So he's a proper, like, he used to be on, he's a TV presenter, this morning, ITV, CBBC's Disney Channel. Fucking. Okay. He's been on everything, man, and he's started doing stand-up comedy. Brilliant. So I'm getting him i looking forward
2: to g- it now yes a good weekend of stand-up comedy coming up then
1: yes I'm brothers and arms on the saturday and then darren connell and the funny bunch on the sunday oh no what baby i'm f- well i'm got i'll come at the funny bunch
2: but i'm through in edinburgh recording gary folds on saturday night
1: oh where's he gigging edinburgh, edinburgh
2: stand. stand we're doing uh a- he's basically going to do like a best of so he's done. I think he's done like four tours now. Yeah. Um, and he's gonna take his favorite jokes for all four tours. He's got a uh, one night only, and then I think he's got Benito. Wow. Um, for his next tour next year, Frontier. But this is gonna be like a sort of like drawing a line under it. I don't know if maybe because it's called Frontier and and it's supposed to be themed around um coming out of covid and how he, he's changed and stuff so i don't know if it's going to be different mm-hmm. but i don't know but i i'm gutted because i love that we night doing Fuck. tenants that's cool you've got to
1: work mate you've got to work but i'll be the funny bunch for sure of course and you can tell your partner she's more than welcome Guest list etc etc make it rain and she can bring a pal that sounds very sinister there don't it I- your bird got a pal for me? Has she got a pal for me? Mm-hmm. Which started sharing she in her shoe?
2: You ever done that? You ever, you ever had to be the other guy? They're like, oh, I'm going to meet this bird and she's got a pal. Do you want to come, see if she's all right? Aye. You turn up and you're like, she's not all right. She looks like me where we're going. <laughs> <laughs> um, happened to me one time where... Uh, I turned up and the pal was a fucking absolute 10 out of 10 but she wasn't interested so that was mm. me gutted she had a boyfriend actually oh really still get a wee kiss but get shagged, so. a wee smitchy smitchy but that was it she was like I've got a boyfriend so I'll get off with you but that's it All right. you know, there was one night um, <laughs> I got halfway a bird in the garage and she was like oh my boyfriend's gonna be like the next big thing he plays for Cool and it was Chris Boyd's bird and I think they get married mate Oh, And I was like, I bought her away for pumping her. Oh, wow. I was, she was in two minds. I might need to cut that out, by the <laughs> way. Yeah, I was thinking minutes. that. Maybe no, man. Fuck him. as he got a goddessy. I'm a liar. Punch his cunning. Fucking punch his hair transplant. Right after <laughs> seen. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey. Oh. Sorry, mate. Come on. I wouldn't dare that to you, but plus yours is good. Like, if, I, if somebody did hit you, it would stay on. His looks like it'd fucking fly away. A lot of people
1: have said, I look like Chris Boyd. Be
2: honest you don't <laughs> so i'll put a side by side look straight down the camera i'll put a side by side on this right you don't look like chris boyd mate all right you be fair man he's not a bad looking guy he's look, all right you look like robbie williams
1: oh thank you thank you very but much but
2: i um i I don't know what I was going to say though. Yeah,
1: I was going to say clip that out, because I've got a career, but I can't even get booked for a fucking radio show, so don't clip it out. And Just how
2: would out. me saying that I got a kissed Chris Boyd's girlfriend in the Glasgow garage impact your career?
1: You won't go on Sky Sports? I know. Uh, I was a bit to their show with Ali McCoyst. Well, that's us done um, 54 minutes. We've covered all subjects. Is there anything else you'd like to talk about, Paul? Is there anything you'd like to Do you promote know what? or punt, even? Um,
2: if, you know, I could flash my mobile number up on the screen if you're looking for Eckies, Coke. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding on. Um, I, would ju- I, I would genuinely, I know we've mentioned them before, but I'm absolutely gobsmacked at how good Celtic are right now. Last night we absolutely dominated Chuck Tardanesk. They just beat Leipzig four one the week before. Um the week before that we outplayed Real Madrid for like the best part of. Anur, and I genuinely am absolutely gobsmacked at how good Postecoglou has got
1: Celtic playing right now. I agree with you. I think he's gonna I think he will be bigger than Brendan Rodgers at what he did at Celtic. You mean achievement wise? Yeah. Right. No, but when he leaves oh, he'll be me. he's gone on to great things. Uh,
2: oh, or oh, all right, and in, in that sense, like I was gonna say, like Rogers, you know, get it may as well just talk caught spade a spade. Rogers never really had a good Rangers team pushing him. Possibly Cogglow's had a good Rangers team pushing him. Um so I don't know if he'll win treble trebles or, or anything like that. I hope he does, but I would say he's already surpassed them yeah the signings that have been made the turnaround in squad and the quality of the football that we've been playing this season has just been fucking mind-blowing i i wouldn't be surprised if we just absolutely annihilated everybody in scotland this year that we touched because it just seems to be so consistent yeah um and last night was just i don't know man it just looks so good
1: i love him man he makes me happy In times of absolute sadness and the world's gone to fuck, it's good to watch a game of football for 90 minutes and just escape reality. You're like, this is enjoyable. Mm -hmm. He's a good guy. He should be king? (laughs) King Ange. Imagine that. Like King Ralph. Remember that movie
2: (laughs) with fucking John Goodman? King Ange. (laughs) King Coglu. Can an Aussie be king? I'm not too sure. I don't even think. I
1: don't. He yeah, is a legend, like though, not he? Did aye, you see aye. him kind of clip back at that reporter? Aye. That was good. Aye. There's a bit of...
2: Oh, that's a shame for that reporter. But He's like your da, not he? Yeah. He's like... But like a good da. You know what the does da's? Like, Posta is like a good da. Yeah. Like the type of da that would fucking encourage his kids and bar aye. fuck out the dad out of the kid that's bullying his wings aye,
1: not like your <laughs> dad's not like a dad that would sit and stare and watch you eat and ask you why you're fat when you're <laughs> six <laughs> or no, I, I mean you would be like, "Mama,"
2: like, see if my dad at that age was like how come you're fat? but like, your fucking wife mate <laughs> that's aye. why she feeds me frozen pizza like, see when I was young, right my dinners consisted... This is all I ever ate. Frozen pizza and oven chips. So that was one. Microwavable cheeseburger, which came in a paper bag. Remember them? Yes. They were like fucking bricks in a bag. or And microchips. Probably not great for you. One night, I would get stew, or like mince and totties, which is like a properly cooked food. Or I get pieces and sausage. And uh, like... Remember the mad fucking frozen sausages that used to come in a bag for farm foods that you had to separate with a blade? Yeah. I would get them on white bread with another bowl of oven chips. That was like the whole diet. And it just get recycled, run and, run and like a wee fucking merry-go-round. Like, what is it tonight? Like, you want a pizza? Aye, all right. Yeah.
1: I used to come back for school and have a plate of mince and totties that were... Too big for an adult male, never mind a small child. Aye. And I'd be like, first and foremost, I'm not hungry. I don't want it. And I've ate and I would be forced to feed to eat it.
2: Did you get for I get forced to eat my food? Like yeah. my dad used to say if you don't eat it
1: Did
2: he It was pretty much like if you don't eat your food, you're in trouble.
1: Yeah. No
2: matter if you were hungry or no. It's
1: weird, isn't it? i've never understood that i remember my brother hanging on my my nephew once trying to my my nephew was having a cheese pizza and my brother was trying to put mushrooms on it and i think i've got like ptsd with that shit uh my my nephew was like i don't like mushrooms my brother's like ah, just have a mushroom and after two minutes, I was like, ah, he doesn't no fucking like fucking mushrooms. And he's like, oh, I was just trying to get him to eat this. And I was like, why? Why are you forcing him? Why the fuck are you forcing him? But having pure childhood uh, it's flashbacks.
2: Like it's like, it is strange because like, I remember that sort of like, with vegetables, like, you need to eat them. But... What they're doing by force feeding you is pure damaging your fucking brain for the rest of your life. Like you get pure PTSD for getting force fed carrots. Yeah. But they'll help you see in the dark. Or whatever the fuck they think that broccoli's gonna give you a superpower, like you need to eat like your 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 veg. But actually they're fucking pitting you off it for life. Yeah. It's so strange. Now they go now they go in the opposite direction, I feel it's like no they can eat what they want and Wayne's like my nephew mate my nephew eats chicken dippers fish fingers tortilla wraps and tomato sauce that's it yeah so like my sister's like we were on one end of the spectrum my dad was fucking shoving carrots and broccoli into my fucking mouth with a fist pure eat it you're like ah, and then no it's like eat what you want no I need to caveat that because people will be like, bullshit, that's all he eats. He also eats crisps and chocolate.
1: Hi. <laughs> <Aye. laughs>
2: yeah. But the only food, like meals that he eats, chicken dippers and uh, tortilla wraps, it's like a weird thing.
1: I'm kind of at the space now. I'm like, if he's in a calorie deficit, then he can eat whatever he wants.
2: Oh, we need to talk about this, mate. The two photos that you sent on WhatsApp. Cause I've known, like, there's something about seeing somebody consistently, and you don't notice that they've lost weight. Yeah. The two 40s, mate. How far are they apart for each other?
1: The first one I was on the Fatherless podcast, and it was the twenty-sixth of June, and then right, and then last week, so the
2: eighth of September. Yes. So you've went one, two, three,
1: four, five, six, seven, eight, nine weeks, ten weeks, nine weeks. I mean, I don't even know if I was calorie counting when I done see the Fatherless podcast. Right. I don't know if I was was 10
2: weeks between the 240s, mate, and the difference. Surely you've got to be happy with that. Mate, mate I'm,
1: I'll check my phone, right? This has... So 10 weeks, did you say? So uh-huh. I've been calorie counting for... ah, uh, My fucking phone's just froze. I'm going to set that back up and turn my phone back on. Uh, We need to talk about that. And by the way, that is just on a calorie deficit and walking 10,000 steps a day.
2: Do you think, like, when you get down to, like, a sort of weight that you're happy with, that you'll think about health? Yes. Rather
1: than just, like, aesthetic? Yeah. Good. Because I have noticed my appetite has changed. So, like, see when I first started calorie counting... I was like, oh, I can eat eat bad food and feel normal, but now my my palate's changed. I'm like, no, eat salads and I'm craving things like broccoli and stuff. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong, like I had a pizza the day by my ma, but I noticed, like, I'm like, I didn't enjoy that. That was shite. Oh really?
2: Nothing wrong with a bit of pizza, mate. And there's nothing really that bad.
1: Yeah.
2: Right? Sourdough and you know what I mean, like. No, but whether and...
1: before I would I ate that every single day.
2: Aye, right. You're starting to notice that. Aye, mate. It because see if you have like a bar of chocolate. Uh huh. Like say like uh, and I'm having a wee a wee fantasy because this is like see do you know what I love man the raisin and biscuit Yorkies mm-hmm. right? They're like fucking. Nearly three hundred calories. See if you were to eat three hundred calories of like berries and nuts. Yes, you would be. You're full. Aye. Do you know what I mean? Like I get this thing for. If, see if you've not tried it. Oh my word! I get this thing for Tesco. It's like layered veg. It's like shredded carrot, sweet corn, and peas, and like a tub. And mate, honestly, it's like the bowls like the size of a ramen bowl. Yeah. like the actual tub that it comes in it's like 150 calories see so if you get a tin of tuna bit of mayonnaise, bit of hot sauce whack it in that, sh- sh- wee bit of butter wee bit of salt and you're fucking stuffed after it and there's like 400 calories on the fucking thing it's like dinner. That sounds good but it's so filling Yeah, it's like it's called bulk eating Yes, because you eat foods that are not calorie dense they're calorie sparse and it fills you up um, and it's a good way to control but I'll tell you what I would do if I were you and I did do this even if I'm in a deficit if I'm not a deficit I'm not a deficit now that's fine Um, green athletic greens so you ever heard of athletic this? athletic greens I have AG1 you don't need to buy that one that, that specific one but you get these like supplement powders that are like they taste like Kiora uh-huh. remember Kiora Kiora Mbongo or whatever tropical flavoured um, It tastes like that, but watery, no litter juice, um, and it gives you the full spectrum of, like, if you were to hit your five vegetables a day.
1: Do you just get that on Amazon? Amazon? Mm-hmm. Athletic Greens, I'm going to order that tonight, because I still take my vitamins. I take, I'm on fucking form with my vitamins. I take three free fish oils a day. I take a cod liver oil, turmeric, ginger, and pepper. Yeah. I take a green tea capsule because when I drink green tea, it makes me feel sick. Right. But I can take the vitamin. Uh, I take the highest possible vitamin D available. And I take vitamin K2 with vitamin D. Right. Because two of them together are good together. And then before my bed at night, I take a magnesium and a zinc. And I've got some five HTP that I've been kind of taking every second day, every third day. I've got these uh mushroom nootropics as well. Um that I got for Amazon. It's just like Lions Men and all that type of stuff. Did you not got to the Zenden? I have got that stuff as well. <laughs> I I the Zenden <laughs> fuck I've still, I've still got that. But oh. I've got these capsules that I just take in the morning. Right. Or I take the Zenden stuff. But I I feel brilliant, mate and it's 75 days i've been calorie counting so that's classmate how how many weeks 75 days is that that's 10 lo- weeks
2: so say 11 weeks so you were probably calorie counting just started when you did fatherless yeah and then last week we took that photo with gary mate i'm i, I was i was gobsmacked with it mate i mean we could i'll put maybe put it up on the screen but
1: put it up i put it up
2: the difference so unreal mate like
1: your face i think uh, that's what i noticed it the most man like the difference in your face mate that is fucking thank you mate and i tell you what i felt very see when i did the father this podcast that day i felt uncomfortable i felt really uncomfortable very self-conscious right about my appearance and my weight like you know that way when you you ever put on a lot of weight and you're always, like, pulling your top oh, and your, your tits and all mm-hmm. that? I felt like that. And then when I seen the photo when I was standing with Sean, I was like, God, man, I look rough. Uh, but the reason why I'm talking about this is because it might help someday. I'm the type of person, before I did this, I mean, even through the podcast, I've struggled. Like, before I was doing calorie counting, uh-huh. I was always like, I'm putting on weight, I'm fucked. And then I think I've found something that's working for me. So if somebody's listening to this and they're struggling, it's really that simple. Just get my fitness pal. Get that calorie app thing for the NHS website. Put in your height, your weight, and then just take off 250 or 500 calories a day and eat what you want for the first couple of weeks until you're used to calorie counting and then start eating better and eating healthier. So when you're doing things like having a pizza with your ma the day. I don't feel like I've fucked my diet because I would have done that before. Mm-hmm. When uh, that made you feel like shit. I'd have pressed the fuck. See the old me. If I ate a pizza the day with my ma, I'd have pressed the fuck it button. I no. would have been like, I've fucked those 75 days mean nothing because I've had a pizza and I've fucked my diet. That's the way my, di- my brain was. And then I'll try today fasting. I take diet pills. All this stupid shit that you can't sustain when you can just eat normal food. Even last night, it was my pal's birthday last night. I missed the football, so I'll take And there was a homemade, somebody made homemade cheesecake, right? No, I have had biscuits and chocolate and like protein puddings and all that. But a real fucking cake I've not had in 75 days. And I thought, that looks too good for me to not have a slice. And I ate a slice. And it was fucking amazing, man. And there was no regrets. I felt like I earned it. I walked at home for the restaurant as well, so I get 13,000 steps in and I'm going to kind of reduce my calories a night. So it's sustainable, isn't it? 100%. And I feel, see, if you do put that up as a split screen picture, I, I was looking at that last night and I'm like, God, when I'm starting with Sean, I just look tired, man. See, when you're like that fat and you don't look after yourself, you just look fucking drained and smelly and you try to disguise like your humour and all that, Mm -hmm. but deep down you're like, I'm fucking dead inside, man. Mm -hmm. I hate this.
2: Mate, I think you should actually give yourself a massive pat in the back.
1: Thank you, mate. I feel amazing. My sex drive is back. Like I told you, I shaved my entire body last week. I'm ready to mate. Did you, did you get any? Nah. <laughs> That's
2: disappointing. I'm gonna I'm not gonna
1: lie, I'm disappointed with the listeners. To be honest with you, I've not really been trying, but uh it's it's there's so much more to weight loss than everybody thinks it's a physical thing, like uh an appearance thing. It's not an appearance thing. Your skin's better, your sleep's better. Fucking hell man, my hair even feels better, like mm-hmm. with hair loss and stuff. There's so much my nails feel better. Like, and your appetite changes. You don't eat out of boredom or self medication. You just eat when you're hungry. It's fucking weird. It's a strange feeling. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you must have felt like that as well, because you struggled, didn't you?
2: I but I don't really remember it. It yeah. was that long ago. Like, I I lost all oh, my weight twenty three. Yeah. Fucking forty. Like, I don't remember, but um, I did definitely. Like, I definitely eat when I'm stressed. Like, I notice it now, you know what I mean? Now that I'm aware. I'm like, fuck, I did did do that. Whereas when I was young, I was just like, I'm fat. You know what I mean? Rather than being like, oh, I'm sad. Yeah. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm stressed. Or like that type of thing. I would just be like, oh, well, I'm fat. And I'll just eat Haribo.
1: That's a hard pill to swallow as well. Like, I was definitely in the camp of, there's something wrong with my thyroid. There's something, the gene, we've got fat gene in my family. I've been very unlucky that I've got that gene. See that? It's all shite. You're overweight because you eat too much. And see if it's not the case, then you are in a very rare category. I'd
2: say like 1% of people that have got like thyroid issues that stop their... Fucking...
1: I mean, I spoke about it earlier in the podcast, like early days. I think it was first twenty episodes. I actually went for a fucking medical at the Hamden Sports Clinic and get a medical half I couldn't that I know. Seamus. Seamus McCarthy. <laughs> you told the, us I the top fucking dog at the Hamden Sports Clinic. My pal that went to my school. And I went there because I thought I've got this the gene, a fat gene or the thyroid. And he put us through a full fucking medical, and he was like, "Ah, mate, you're just overweight. Just eat healthy." Mm-hmm. Mental. And then it was you that started talking about calories, and that's when I started to listen.
2: Mm-hmm. That's what I did when I was younger, mate. That's what my mom did. She, my mom lost tonnes of weight when I was a wee boy, and when I, in desperation of my early twenties, and being like, "With their day," she was like, "You need to stop eating as much food." And I was like, "Right." And that's what she was like, eat your three meals a day, don't eat it, else. Stop snacking. Like, right, okay. And I did it. And it worked. So I know it works. You know yeah. what I mean? Um. But unfortunately, people that come away with, like, I've got a thyroid issue, no, they're not willing to take responsibility for it, mate. And maybe they're not ready. That's fine. Like, I'm not slagging people that are, like, deluding, like, yeah. deluding themselves. I've got people in my family that there, and when they, they say stuff, I'm just like... You used to be skinny. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, you know, you and your partner are fat. Like, there's maybe something like, my dad, my mom and dad used to say that. Like, we've got the fat gene and it's like, no, these are just fucking, like, backwards when it comes to nutrition. (laughs) Like, that's the way that it went. Um, But I, like, I learned that really young of like, oh, look, you just don't need to eat as much. And if you don't eat as much, you don't get big so it's, it's 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 an easy way to do it i've done different diets and for different outcomes like for mental clarity and fasting and stuff like that, and just finding whatever but see if your goal is to lose a bit of weight makes you make yourself feel a bit better about yourself genuinely just stop eating as much food yeah. and the weight will come off yeah you can either pull that lever or you can pull the lever of you can keep consuming depending on how big the person is if the person's like Morbidly obese. I don't know if pulling the 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 movement lever because you would need to go and maybe like burn three thousand calories to like try and balance it, which is ve- very fucking hard. I mean, how many calories do you burn walking ten thousand steps? Five to six hundred. That's mental. Like that's a lot of walking and yeah. a lot of fucking calories getting burnt in return. So um, you could reduce what you eat or pick up your activity or see if you do both man that's when it'll be like boom boom it'll just fucking run right off you like the fat literally will drop off you
1: i feel like that's happening to me mate and i've i've had very little movement because like i I, i'm a self-employed stand-up comedian but in terms of work i'm not moving you're walking though that's what i'm talking about like
2: doesn't it need to be like people think oh you need to go to the gym Or you need to run, and it's literally like, no, I'm sure there's a guy who wrote a book like Walk Yourself Thin, where he's like, you can just walk. Do you not like running? Do you not like intense exercise? Fine, don't do it. Just go for a walk.
1: Yeah. Anything's better than nothing. That is true, and it's actually me, because I wasn't aware of calories and stuff, and the penny never dropped. You you were slowly kind of guiding me through it, probably unintentionally, because you were just talking about your own story yeah but then i discovered like james smith and all that and i was like god this is so fucking easy and so simple even days when i've had like a couple of friday saturday nights i've had like 2500 calories 2600 700 calories and i'm still in a fucking deficit i mean it's very low it's a very low deficit but i'm still in a deficit
2: i mean it's um it's a simple case of mathematics, isn't it? If you're say your calorie, your calorie uh, maintenance is two thousand five hundred, and you multiply that by seven, you get seventeen thousand five hundred calories in a week. Yeah, like you could have seven thousand calories on a Saturday night. Literally, I wouldn't, I wouldn't advise us because you probably don't feel great when when you do it. But you could gorge on a Saturday night. Say
1: sorry. Say that again.
2: You could have seven thousand calories on a Saturday night. Right?
1: How how could I do that though? Just eat shit. No, but how could I build well, that up?
2: then you've got ten thousand five hundred calories divided by the next six days. So you could only cons- you could only consume seventeen hundred and fifty calories and you Aye. would still not gain weight. Yeah. You wouldn't gain weight because you're still eating at that maintenance for the seven days. Now there'll be other things that will come in, like your stomach won't feel great, you probably have fucking diarrhea the next day, mentally fatigue, and, and I wouldn't advise doing it. But if you want to have a Domino's pizza yourself, like a large Domino's pizza, three and a half thousand calories on a Saturday night, you can do that. Yeah. If your goal is just purely fat loss or yeah. whatever it is. Do you know what I mean? So it's a weird thing, man. We get, we've, we've get. I think there's a lot of bad information out there about working out and food consumption and good and bad foods. I think it's all just a lot of shite, mate i think it's just bullshit that yeah. people come up with to try and sell people products or sell people a diet i don't believe it at all
1: It i'm starting to kind of look at see these personal trainers online and stuff i'm starting to kind of you look at the world through certain eyes now i'm like if i was a personal trainer why see if you're a personal trainer in glasgow right see the amount the majority of people that are coming into your gym are normal people like us, right? Mm -hmm. You're working a desk job, you're a couple of stone overweight, you're not training for anything. You've either got a wedding coming up or a fucking Mm -hmm. holiday coming up. If I was a personal trainer, the first thing I would say now is if you're not a calorie deficit, there's no point in you even being in this gym. I think that I think they
2: did that now, mate. Aye. I think they're all on the same page with it, where they're like, oh, aye, look. Because ultimately a PT wants their client to get results. I think they all know that now. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's, there's very few. I don't see very many talking about keto, talking about Atkins, or talking about these things that ultimately damage your fucking body and your fucking mind as well. Like starving yourself of carbohydrates. It's no good. Like, yeah. oh, you see two weeks in, You have this thing called the keto flu. Do you know why? Because your body's like, what the fuck? Like, your your autoimmune response is kicking on because of your fucking diet. I don't know
1: if that's healthy. Nah. Will we wrap up? We're going to wrap up, but it's made me kind of think, can I say something else? Of course you can. Can I run it past you? No, on you go. I don't know if this is me being mental, right? But I've been thinking about fasting again, and it's just popped back into my mind since we were talking about that let me just say it right i'm not gonna do it but i'm thinking about it i was thinking about having a fast every monday no eating on a monday but maybe having like miso soup or a bone broth and having nootropics throughout the day and black coffee and plenty of water and just having 24 hour fast and class that as a monday blues kind of fast um Uh, because when you fast you get a great buzz off it as well it's some fucking high it's like a cocaine high when you do it properly and then just back into my normal amount of calories on a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday I fast,
2: I fast every day Yeah. so I would need, but I don't do it for weight loss I do it for mental sharpness like or half past six at night, right as I was talking to my mate about this the other week where he was like I'm not Cause he used to fast, and he loved it. So many benefits, blah blah blah. And I stopped it. And then we were talking it and He's like, "Why are you still doing that?" And I'm like, "Mate, and I mean this. See, right half six at night, I feel like it's I've I've got the energy that I would have first thing in the morning. Like
1: you've no it yet. No, nah. you've just had a coffee and water. Mm-hmm. Amazing. And man. I've
2: got like a buzz in my head. You just like pure sharp. Like everything's pure firing. I don't know." There's so much science that I don't know that sits behind that, but the benefits of fasting on I don't think people should use fasting as a way to lose weight. I don't think it's healthy. I think it becomes disordered eating at that point. You're restricting yourself so much and you're starving and they become so focused on breaking their fast later on. They're so like blah, blah, blah. I don't fucking think about food during the day. Yeah. It's not even in my fucking head. Only when I, I go home or I'm going to Tesco go to buy my dinner or whatever like that, I'm like, right what am I getting? But... I do do the fasting for other reasons. If I want to lose weight, I go into a deficit. If I don't want to lose weight, I fast. I I fast in a deficit. If I don't want to lose weight like I'm right now, I wanted to lose a couple of kilos. I did it. It was easy. I just restricted my calories for a a few weeks. Six to eight weeks, I think it was. And now I'm like, right, I'm all right. I'm back down to a weight that I'm happy with. So I will eat my maintenance calories the night as fast always fast
1: amazing i'm gonna i'm gonna fast on a monday i'm gonna try that every yeah, Monday. fast do you know the reason why i thought about it is because i had an acting job a couple of years ago right and there was a scottish guy on set it was not the scott squad and the guy was like don't get me wrong he was off his fucking nut he was smoking fags and all that he was totally wired and he he looked amazing though and he's like i don't eat on a monday and he told us about it, and it's just been planted in my head that a of curiosity. I'm like, I might try that. Instead, of fasting every day because I can't be fucked fasting. See, when I day. used
2: to eat three meals a day, I would get a cold or a flu three, four times a year. I think that's normal. Like, yeah. when I speak to people, I'd be like, oh, I'm feeling a wee bit rundown or whatever. Mate, I've been intermittent fasting since 2015, and I've probably had like three colds in that whole time
1: amazing. You only kind of stop when you're on a holiday or something.
2: Aye, I, when I, I when I go away on holiday, I'll be hitting a fucking buffet breakfast, 100%. And I'll have days <laughs> like where I don't, like, my fasting, my eating window's four hours. Yeah. So, time I get home and have my dinner sort of cooked, it'll be 8 o'clock, so I'll probably still be eating at maybe 11 at that point. Amazing. I won't, I won't go through to 12, because I'll be fucking sleeping. But, um, what it's like maybe if i've got a day off I'll, I'll eat it too yeah there's no pure strict i'm no like pure right hi that's it quick now we can eat Like it's not like that man it's loose Aye. like it's very loose um but i just i don't really touch wood i don't really get sick uh-huh i sleep like a fucking log yeah i think fi- everybody tells me that i look good for 40 year old I, I just you do look good mate. i think it's there's, I don't know, man. I think a lot of it is go today with fasting. That might be fucking, I might be way off the fucking mark with that, but I genuinely put a lot of motivation, like energy,
1: productivity, it comes for fi- the fasting. Yeah. I'm going to look into it, mate. I'm going to get some good nootropics, strong ones, and I think I'm going to, I've got my nootropics that I take every day Mm -hmm. and then I'm going to get these nootropics for the Monday and I'm going to have a good day. I think I might have a miso soup and like coffee and water and then just that's it. So do you want to wrap up? Let's do it. How long have we done, by the way? An hour and a half, mate. An hour and a half. Fucking hell, everybody. Look, that was a really, I really enjoyed that podcast, mate. Thank you for that conversation. Thank you, too. I love you. Love you too. Thank you for sending that back. <laughs> um, Again, guys, thank you so much for listening and watching the podcast. Please like and share. See when I tweet it, got any days a favour? Can you do things like retweet it and share it on Facebook? Also, I'm going to try a wee social experiment. Darren Connell and the Funny Bunch is back next Sunday, right? I'm not going to tweet this and I'm not going to say it. If you are listening to this podcast and you want to come to that show, message me on my social media and I will give you two free tickets to that show. Right? You got to limit that? I'll pick it. Uh, what do you mean? You'll need to limit
2: that just in case you get like 40 people and that's 80 tickets <laughs> so
1: you're going to need to give away. Right, so the first funny bunch I gave quite a lot away to listeners to the podcast, oh, did you? Yeah, people that were reviewing the podcast, right, just to be nice and thank them. If I've gave you a ticket, then I can't, I can't give you another ticket. Oh, you're not getting on all it's one. only eight quid a ticket, for sake. Do you know what I mean? It's like four quid for a coffee now. I mean, don't get me wrong, see if you're genuinely skint and you're fucked, just tell me and I'll give you a ticket. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to run a night so. Aye, if you've not had a ticket after me before, and you've listened to this message, and you would like a couple of tickets, then DM me, and I'll sort you out with tickets. Very generous of you. Nae boy, man. Here, I'm the real queen. I'm the queen of Glasgow, mate. (laughs) Um, Right, Troops, that's us. Just remember, Chuck is a five-star review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that type of stuff. Follow us on Twitter and all that nonsense. We'll we'll see you next week for a new podcast. See you later. Oh, did you hear that? Hi, mate. That was my fucking elbow. I'm going to die in my (laughs) sleep.
0: Have you ever Googled your own name? with over 500 million dollars in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com/pod24. That's rocketmoney.com/pod24. rocketmoney.com/pod24.